Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family as well as share information on social media. This way more people will learn about the podcast and the truth about the war in Ukraine. My name is Artem and here is the news. 271 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The NATO Parliamentary Assembly recognized Russia as a terrorist state and supported the creation of a special international tribunal for its aggression, reports European Pravda. According to the chairman of the permanent delegation of Ukraine to the NATO Parliamentary Assembly, MP Yehor Chernev, such a tribunal will allow to convict not only the direct perpetrators of war crimes but also the top leadership of Russia. In his evening video address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky informed that he spoke with French President Emmanuel Macron. They talked about radiation safety and the situation at the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, as well as about the energy security of Ukraine and Europe. According to Zelensky, they are working to ensure the implementation of the International Atomic Energy Agency order to stop any hostile activity against Ukrainian nuclear facilities. And for this, the demilitarization of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant is extremely important. Russia must withdraw all its militants from there and stop shelling the station. Earlier, International Atomic Energy Agency Director General Rafael Grossi said that despite the seriousness of the attacks on the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant during previous days, the key equipment remained intact, reports Ukrainska Pravda. CEO of a Yasno Energy Supply Company, Serhii Kovalenko, believes that Ukraine will likely have to live in conditions of regular power outages at least until the end of March, reports Radio Liberty. He stressed that energy workers, despite the bad weather, are now trying their best to complete the restoration before even colder weather. Kovalenko described several possible scenarios of the development of events. If there are no new attacks on the power grid, then under the current conditions of electricity generation, the power deficit can be evenly distributed throughout the country. This means that outages will happen everywhere, but will be shorter. The negative scenario will be if the network is heavily damaged as a result of the attacks, then not only hourly stabilizing outages will be needed, but also emergency ones during which there may be no light for a very long time. Head of the Israeli National Security Council Eyal Hulata said that if Russia buys Iranian ballistic missiles, Israel will start to supply Ukraine with precision missiles, reports Interfax Ukraine. According to the local media, the Israeli Ministry of Foreign Affairs expressed protest to Russia against the supply of Iranian-made drones. An out of protest has been passed by the ambassador of Israel to Moscow to the deputy foreign minister of Russia. According to the Telegraph, the UK supplies Ukraine with modernized Brimstone II laser-guided missiles. Their launch range is twice that of the first-generation Brimstone missiles previously transferred to Ukraine, reports Zerkalotyzhnya. The range of the first-generation missile launched from the air is 60 km, when launched from ground installations about 12 km. One such missile costs about £175,000. The World Health Organization has recorded 703 cases of attacks by Russian invaders on Ukrainian medical institutions since the beginning of the war, reports Deng. The WHO regional director, Dr. Hans Kluge, noted that against the background of serious destruction, the healthcare system is also facing challenges due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, seasonal influenza and low vaccination rates. 
In addition, the preparation of the Ukrainian healthcare system for winter includes providing medical facilities with heating and generators. He stressed that this is the most serious attack on healthcare structures on the European continent since the World War II. At the same time, Prime Minister of Ukraine Denis Shmigal said that he expects the World Health Organization to actively join in supplying Ukrainian healthcare facilities with energy equipment. Norway announced plans to allocate almost $200 million to enable Ukraine to purchase natural gas during the coming winter, reports Interfax Ukraine. The statement on the website of the Norwegian government says that the funding will be channeled through the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, EBRD. According to the statement, Naftogaz Ukraine will be formal recipient of the gas in Ukraine. In practice, payments will be made directly to European gas suppliers that have received prior approval and will invoice for the volume of gas they deliver. If you like what we do and would like to tip us, you can now do so directly to our PayPal. Check out the link in the description to this episode for more details. And as usual, you can subscribe to our Patreon. In gratitude for your help, we will give you access to a series of exclusive episodes on wartime life in Ukraine. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.